you don't you don't play George again this this year. Looking yeah, at your schedule here, I lose to him. You you beat him. I beat him. Yeah. yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so Going on, welcome into episode four of Taco Talks. Your boy McKay is here with my guy Ryan, ready to get into everything that happened this week. We're gonna hear from Craig a little bit later on. We got over the COVID bump, uh, feeling a little bit better. Before we do anything, uh, I mean, what we've been doing anyway, uh, I think the lowest scoring team, I think we had a voice message. No, oh, we did. So let's take a let's take a listen to that. It's coming from George, a surprising low low scoring team. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be George. It's definitely not in week week three. Uh, he's talking a lot of shit with with us letting him have Jefferson and Cup. So it should be interesting. So you guys want to know what happened to my team this week? Well, I don't know. I do know that my team has been inconsistent as of the last two weeks. This week was a brutal week. Um, My running backs were awful. Justin Jefferson just didn't show up. My defense (laughs) fell off the face of the earth. And it just, it just wasn't a good week. Um, you know, I think right now my team's kind of in limbo. It's either, you know, hit or miss. If everybody hits, no one's beating me. But unfortunately, you know, if a couple people don't hit, I think that uh, it's going to be tough for me to, to put up the to the number of points to, to win. Um, so that's where that's at right now. Um, I'm just going to keep playing my guys, you know, the consistent guys. Put Jamal Williams into the starting lineup this week. Now that Swift is out, uh, hopefully he kind of gives me a, a bounce back here. Um, you know, hopefully Justin Jefferson bounced back as well. Um, I'm not too worried about it. I got a lot of talent on my team. So, you know, I think uh, once they put it together, we'll be all right. Um, you know, I think right now the league is, uh, is is pretty is pretty consistent all the way across the board. I think, uh, <laughs> except for Leo, because he's his team stinks. Um, and you know, you know, it's going to be an interesting one. Um, probably going to dial up a trade or two here in the near future. But um, you know, as of right now, we're just going to keep going. You know, take the L's the way we need to take the L's and uh, bounce back. And uh, I'm going to guarantee a win next week for, for my boys. Uh, so I feel bad for whoever's playing me. All right. I think I'm done here. George out. I think one thing <laughs> to take away from that for sure is that um, everyone in this league is pretty much in agreement that Leo's team stinks. Yeah, everybody kind of knows um, his team is not not the best. Not doing too hot. Just looking at his team, you got a lot of question marks. You could say uh, it is it's just kind of funny. It's got like a recurring thing. It seems to be the punching bag this season. It happens. It happens to the best of us, even the commissioner. He did mention uh, Jamal Williams. Um, that was one of the guys I was looking at, but I knew he was already picked up. He was drafted, so it's good that he has him. He's able to plug in uh, Jamal Williams right into that 
that's a lot for Swift. Are you are you one of those guys that like takes the backup for your starting? Not usually, unless I feel like it's someone that needs like a handcuff. Um, like I more will try to take people who can put up their own points, um, and then also be a handcuff because maybe they have some trade value. Um, because like if for example like Naheem Hines, like I have Naheem Hines on my team because I know if Jonathan Taylor goes down, Larry's probably coming knocking because he needs a starting running back who's going to put up some points. Yeah, because I was looking at, obviously Montgomery was one of the big injuries this week, and I was looking at Jerry's team, and I was like, oh, he doesn't have Herbert. Played the team that has Herbert, but Herbert was on the bench. He put up 30 fucking points. And Herbert's one of those guys that you can plug into that Montgomery role, and he's going to do kind of like the same thing. Uh, yeah, a little I think bit that better. given the opportunity, Herbert could probably steal Montgomery's job. Because I don't think Montgomery's that good. Um, sorry about it, Jerry. I know he's your keeper, but yeah. I just feel like he's not a very I, good I football agree. player. And at one point, I think he was, but I think that has kind of come and gone. So we just obviously we just heard from George. So he he faced you this week. You kind of got lucky this week facing the lowest scoring team and only putting up ninety five yourself. Like he said, he didn't have a lot going right for him. Justin Jefferson kind of let him down. Daryl Henderson also not doing the best. Aaron Jones. And on the other side, A.J. Dillon didn't really do much That's either. the thing. It's kind of a, um, a weird you know, game. For as bad as his running backs were, mine were just a little bit better. They weren't much better. They were just a little bit better. Um, you know, he put up more points than me in the QB category. As far as wide receivers go, I did I did have the leg up in the wide receiver category. Cooper Cup and Deontay crossed each other out, um, but Amon Ra um, boosted me up, and Tyreek Hill had just a little bit more than Justin Jefferson. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was able to get the leg up, but still I, I didn't have a great week. I mean, some of those guys let me down. Amon Ra got hurt. Tyreek had a real bad cool-down week after his hot week. And um, A.J. Dillon and Joe Mixon both. I think Joe Mixon was a little beat up. I think he was hurt, too. Um, so, you know, just ha- had an overall bad week. But looking at the previous weeks where I was able to put up, you know, uh, 180 points and 150 points, I-, I think that we'll be able to rebound and uh, regroup and we'll move on. So he has Jerry coming up this week. He's projected to lose by three as of right now. And he's guaranteed to win. It's bold. And he's guaranteed to win. So big words coming out of out of George's Georgia's camp. We'll see what happens. Either uh That'll be interesting. Either me and Craig are both gonna be three and one and uh battling at the top of the division or um or my undefeated streak will continue. Moving on to I guess another matchup. Moving on to me versus Vlad. Now even though there was still a lot of game left to play, I feel like it, I felt it in my bones that this game, this matchup was over by like two thirty. Because I think I saw Hawkinson get a touchdown and uh, Devontae Adams get a touchdown like back to back. Because I was watching Red Zone and I was like, "I'm facing both of them." Cool. Now, how did you feel knowing Vlad was going to beat you? It sucks for sure. Like I still, I held out a little bit of hope, but not, not too much. My team just didn't come, come out and do what they're supposed to. I kept looking over at my bench, and I see a crazy amount of points on my bench. But it's like, 
I would have had to make some crazy decisions for for that those to pay off. I mean, and I, I think could, it still would have been really close. Tyler Boyd maybe over Brandon Cooks or maybe even Rashad Bateman. Um, but yeah, I mean, eh, maybe Ramondre over Jeff Wilson or Chase Edmonds over Jeff Wilson. But yeah, I mean, you're putting in Josh Palmer, Chase Edmonds, Ramondre Stevenson, and Tyler Boyd all together uh, probably was just wasn't going to happen. And even if I did do what is it, Boyd? And let's say I put Ramondre in my flex, right? So around 40 points, and I took out Bateman and Cooks, which is 10. Yeah. I would have had 131. So I still would have lost. You know, that kind of helped me not feel too, too bad. But, I mean, one week, I I feel like I was I was coasting the previous two weeks, and I never felt confident with those wins. Um, but I feel like I'm due for like a big like you should be able to find a little for my guys. So your bench has put up hopefully in Leo's team most weeks. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Leo's Leo's gonna end his life after he fucking hears this fucking podcast. Uh, no, yeah, that definitely definitely does feel good, but uh, it's just I feel like all my fears are materializing. I don't feel confident in my team at all. Besides maybe Josh Allen. And if I want to make a move, people always ask for Debo. And I never feel like I I get enough in return yeah, I feel for giving that. up Debo. That was, our, that was our biggest blowout of the week, unfortunately. All right, let's, um, let's not say that. <clears throat> that's getting so all, all the other ones are fairly close. The other one that was a fairly sizable victory, I guess, was um, James's matchup against <clears throat> Leo. Um. Speaking of the devil, so Leo finally got above 100 points, which is good. His but James team showed up a lot more. Um, Derek Henry put up 25 points. Adam Thielen finally came around, put up 18 points. His team just showed up uh, a lot more than Leo's. You know, Leo still had some stinkers. Uh, Russ only put up 8.7. Allen Robinson still still struggling. Only had two receptions. Michael Carter is a backup, so I'm not sure why he has him in the starting lineup instead of Chris Olave. But I don't know why he didn't play. Yeah, that's true. Even too. even over Sterling, Sterling Shepard, fucking ACL in that game. He was also debating. Didn't he uh, learn from his well, mistakes last week? Dude. Is is the battle of the two awful quarterbacks <laughs> leading these two teams? Eight yeah, James kind of had this thing going on where he had Brady week one, right. and then he was like, "No, he sucks." So he started Carson Wentz, but the problem is Carson Wentz also sucks. He had like one good week with Carson Wentz, but he couldn't even yeah. get a win that week. And James has an interesting team because I personally still like looking at these performances. It's like fine, but I don't expect that from Metcalf. The thing is, if Jefferson shows up, Thielen every can. week. I mean, I guess in theory could if they have a game like yeah. Hill and Waddle did last week, but it's unlikely. I just don't see it happening. McLaurin is like wide receiver twenty eight right now. He's kind of. Yeah, middle, he's been okay, tier, 13, and if you 12, look, 16. most of it is not that great because he's had like like eight targets, only got four, nine targets, uh, only had only caught six. Like he's missing a decent amount of his targets. He's not actually bringing them in. He did trade for he traded for Henry though, so that's definitely uh, a big upgrade there. So starting backs Najee Harris, Henry, and then it's he also has Fournette at the flex, I mean, which is. Not I bad. wouldn't say he gave up too much to get Derrick Henry, but I mean he gave up a, a decent amount. Oh, he got Henry and McLaurin uh, and Charlie T. Higgins and Jelante Williams. That was, I'm thinking of a different trade then. 
Oh yeah, I mean Javante for oh yeah, there it is. Javante and T Higgins for Derek. Yeah, I mean that's a good trade. It's there's not really necessarily any particular upside for anyone more than the other. And especially the way Henry was playing. He had eight and eight and then he he had a decent week this week, so I like it. Fuck it. Higgins is Higgins is also really good. Higgins is a great receiver, yeah. He got hit like when he got hit. He also he was got robbed like, of a touchdown. Dead. I was like, oh man. Yeah, yeah they right? can they can rest him a little bit so I can start Tyler Boyd. Somebody needs it. Joe Burrow needs somebody. So, um, but anyway, moving on to the next matchup. Um, I guess that would be Huey and Adam. Huey and Adam. Adam comes out with yeah, the victory by seven points. So it does help that. Uh, once again, Huey forgets to set his lineup. He puts in anybody on his bench, and he's he's getting a win. He's looking at three and zero. What was his excuse? He said like, when I looked, he was at the game or something. And when you looked at twelve thirty, uh, he was he was in or something. Know. I wasn't home on Sunday, so I didn't get to actually see it. Yeah, he said he was at the game at twelve thirty. Keenan Allen was still projected fifteen points. <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta check at twelve fifty nine. Can't have any shit like that, or you have to have alerts or something. Regardless, he puts in anybody and he and he wins, and he's looking at three and zero. And then Adam on the other side, nothing, nothing too crazy from Adam. Uh, Twenty from Kirk Cousins, Eckler, pretty average thirteen. Juju Smith-Schuster was like, and I'm gonna give Adam credit for actually getting a little bit more involved. Starting Kirk Cousins instead of Justin Herbert, who was playing, won him the league because Kirk Cousins had, or not the league, but the game, because Kirk Cousins had about seven more points than Herbert, and that's about how much Adam won by. You're right. You're right. That's um, that's a good move right there. It paid off. Good insight. You're in and you On to our, our second last matchup here uh, was Mike and Jerry. Another one decided by a small margin, just uh, 12 points. Yeah, Lamar's balling out. I see him finishing as a QB1 uh, by the end of the year, the way he's playing. And then um, Mark Andrews is a also paying fraud. off. He'll prove he's it eventually. He's an absolute fraud. Because if you look, he had zero yards. He had, he had I... zero yards on seven rushing attempts. The only reason he was worth a damn in fantasy is because he had a touchdown and five receptions. Like right at the goal line. I kind of want to trade for him. I don't know what I would have to give up for, for CEH, but I might reach out to Jerry and, and try to trade for him because I feel like I have to make a move. Um, so, he, I mean, that that pretty much carried his team. Mark Andrews Amari and Cooper Jackson. on the Browns. Amari Cooper. That Amari Cooper, Jacoby Back-to-back fucking duo. weeks. Loving each other. <laughs> fucking hate it, man. Fuck All Amari my Cooper. homies say fuck Amari All my Cooper. homies hate Amari Cooper. Oh, man. that's It, it pains me to see yeah. because he, he fucked me over so often. And then on Mike's end, uh, good game pain, from Joe pain, Burrow, pain. finally. Good game from Cordero Patterson. Uh, you know, you can expect to see that. If he can stay healthy, he'll stay healthy. Patterson off fucking season. paying off, man. And a good game from, uh, what's that, Antonio Brown? <laughs> AJ. I, I know who it is. Uh, yeah, it, 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 AJ Brown is just, I mean, as long as he has um, Hurts looking downfield at him, he's going to keep doing what he's doing. Targets are looking good as well for him, 13, 8, and 10. So he's getting, a big, he has the opportunities. Uh, a big you know, L, not that in. it would have really been feasible, but with Herbert on the bench for Mike putting up 30.9 points, uh, if he had just tossed him in the flex, which, you know, based off of his other production, 
previous weeks, you know, you're probably not going to do. Um, he he would have easily won. I honestly feel like, uh, let me see, what what did he do? No, I probably would have started. Yeah, Robert I don't know Woods, that I would have started him either. Perhaps, um, perhaps I would have started Randall Cobb just because Green Bay has limited options, but probably not. Yeah. So, unfortunate for Mike, his team. I mean, one forty four is not not bad, man. That's what second. Is it? Yeah, fourth. not even one two. But he would have beat three, most fourth. of the teams in the league. Would have beat. Would have beat my ass. He would have, yeah. And that's always, like, one of the... That's always, like, the toughest weeks where you're like, yeah. oh, man, if I would have faced, like, almost anybody else, I would have won. Which... And you don't. Which really that's, brings us... It's unfortunate, to our next matchup, He's sitting at one and two right now. The second highest scorer in the league beating the third highest scorer in the league this week. Uh, which was Craig over Larry. Yeah, we got... I think we got Craig here. We can, uh, we can talk to him for a little bit. Great. Let's go. Do you have your settings fucked up? Figure it out. No, it, it's you guys. I'm clear it's not me. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, I, bro. No, I have to do it on my computer, bro. It still sends me to that page. The whole, like, I, I get, like, oh, log out, log back in. Nah, bro. Just, it doesn't work on this. Must need that. No, not even log back in. I was saying log out because, like, you, you didn't even, like, actually need an account, according to Ryan. Yeah, I don't have an account. I'm just chilling. I know, then I logged out, and I'm like, okay, well, then maybe I can join that way, since, like, I won't be a host of some bullshit, and then, like, you know, same bullcrap. I don't know, you gotta talk to McKay, he weird. found this app. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take the blame. I don't right know yet. how the app yeah, works. This is, like, two and one, so, like... Uh, it's not a... I'm not very confident about that two and one. <laughs> but enough about me. We're not here to talk about me right now. Greg... Your master Delore also sitting at two and one. How you how you feeling, man? I got no running backs. <laughs> but um, yeah, see, you know, CD Lamb, I hate him. I honestly do. And you know, I got three great wide receivers, and I hate CD Lamb. But he won't. He beat. He helped me beat Larry. That's a good day. Larry is zero and three today because of me. I come in last place, wear the skirt, and play a bad round of golf, but I beat Larry week three. And you can't take that away from me. But otherwise, it was was an okay week. Having Dak Prescott hurt and having to play Matt Ryan is always fun. But I am 2-0 with Matt Ryan. Hey, Matt Ryan stepped it up for you. Yeah, he got... Yeah, what do you get here? 15 points? 16 points. It's better than he did last week. Yeah, it's yeah. better than one fucking point. <laughs> one that week too. Just throwing it out there. I, <laughs> I mean, it helps when when your fucking wide receiver puts up quarterback numbers. Yeah, when you have eighty-eight points from Stephon Diggs and Jalen Waddle, it makes it a little easier. You guys could have had them, bro. Like, I don't want these dudes. They're just on my team right now. Yeah. Who do you want? If you don't want Stephon Diggs, I'd love to know who you do want. No, no, I want Stephon Diggs. That's why I oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. well, no, trying to get that stack. And I'll throw this out there, and this is why I, I have four fantasy football teams, and this is why I love fantasy football, and this is why I fucking hate it. I don't, I don't know who it was because I deleted the trade right away out of anger. Someone offered me Matthew Stafford for Stephon Diggs, 
And that's the type of shit that just, like, bro, you, you basically. I'm not getting this back. Ever. It could have been in our league. Stephon Diggs. It wasn't in our league. It wasn't, bro. Because I got Diggs. That's a troll. That's a troll last <laughs> trade, man. Oh, it was, uh, bro, who, who has him? I think it was Davis. I think nah. Adam has Yeah, no, Matt because I'm pretty sure he has fucking, he has him. Oh, he does have him. It, it was straight up Stafford for Diggs? Yeah. He must have been fucking with you. He either, he either must have been fucking with you or doesn't know. You wasted my time. <laughs> He must. He must think you're like really new to fantasy or some shit. I started off zero and one. I don't blame him, bro. My quarterback was down, but it's like, I don't know. I'd rather have to deal with that bullshit than James texting you every other day, being like, "Hey, bro." Oh, don't worry. You'll get there. You'll get. You'll it, week week six or seven. James will be there, especially if he keeps losing. Oh, James. Just one more loss. No complaints. You know. I just don't want to talk to James anymore. You know, one trade in with one person and you win that trade, it's like, nah, bro, I'm good for the rest of the season. You're yeah, that's you enough. You talking to anyone right now, you know? I'm, I'm not speaking to anyone. He's not entertaining no, shit. Exactly. So if anyone's like, yo, bro, I want this dude, you can just be like, what place you in? <laughs> well, I mean, when you have when you have a squad that's working for you, you're not going to just switch that up. That's some bad juju. Yeah, I don't know how some people swap in and out of lineups every other week when they're just like, I don't know, if you draft a dude top six rounds, unless they're hurt right now, then you should be playing them. Like, you should be second-guessing, like, the dudes who you drafted, top six, top seven. You shouldn't have to be like, oh, I don't know if I'm playing them this week. No, you drafted them in that position, you got to play them. I haven't been playing Travis ETN. I drafted him in the third. That's completely different. You fucked up. America <laughs> fucked up. James Robinson. <laughs> James Robinson. <laughs> you know? If, like, if you, for some reason, think <clears throat> Kenny Galladay, you shouldn't I have to. I don't think he was drafted, right? I think Kenny I Galladay. I, I think Kenny Galladay might be on the team. No, I doubt it. I'm going to find that out. Do some research. But I, I faced that same dilemma that you were talking about, Craig, because I took Kamara, my first pick, and I'm debating just playing Ramondre and Jeff Wilson Jr. instead of him until he shows me something. No, because then you might miss out on the 40 bomb. <laughs> I just... No, you can't miss out on the 40 bomb. Oh, and that's... Oh. But Tyreek Hill, I think he had a great week one last year. And then, like, the next three to four weeks, the dude was, like, 10 and under, maybe 13 and under. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? The Camaro hasn't had a, a good week yet. Bro, it's not his fault. Well, like. He was hurt one week. We're not even using him in the passing game. Kind of the annoying. The Saints offense doesn't make any sense with the new coach. And I don't know like, if anyone believes in Jameis Winston. It's cool. Yeah. I-, I believe the number in Jameis one Winston. Jameis Winston. <laughs> 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 don't get me wrong. He's a funny guy. He's the he's not a bad quarterback. It's just like you know, that's your guy. I believe in Taysom Hill, not so. as a quarterback, but they don't use him enough. Sean Payton knew how to use him. Yeah, and he's not there anymore, and it sucks because like I'm a firm believer of this, especially when it comes down to fantasy. And this is why I hate New England Patriots running backs. There's fucking four of them that they play randomly, and any one of them can get a touchdown or catches any single day of the week. Montgomery was the most productive player out of the backfield through two weeks. This guy fucking sucks. 
Now Stevenson is getting his touches. Damien Harris got his like touchdowns and whatnot. But, like those type of backfields, I can't fucking stand. Miami's kind of like that. They have three to four dudes they run. If you pick the starting running back on the 49ers for week one, congratulations. They are not the starting running back week two because they're always fucking hurt. Always Coming hurt. from they the guy who has fucking uh, the starting running back for Rashad Penny or whatever his fucking name is. I have Rashad. Yeah, no. He, he's not the starting running back in Seattle. Wait. This is this is also the guy who drafted Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> what? I mean, I guess he's talking, talking from experience. Shit about yourself? <laughs> Dude, he he must have forgot. He must have forgot he had him on his team. No. Uh, well, I even did a DraftKings lineup for like you know that Forty ers game, and I picked Mitchell, and I'm like, oh, you're hurt. <laughs> you're hurt right away. Sure. Should have known better. I knew it was Jeff Wilson Jr. season. They just picked up Tevin Coleman on their practice squad, so you know what that means. I'm picking him um, up week six. Another yeah, injury coming. means that he'll probably have a torn ACL by next week. Means he's going to be on Larry's roster fucking starting. <laughs> hey, Larry has players. No. He, does, he has some big names. Why well, drop the second most points? Yeah, like Larry dropped the third most points. You should win that game. But he yeah, didn't. Any any other week he Nobody's really game. talking about the fact that Larry has uh, Nick Chubb and Jonathan Taylor in his 0-3. That's rough. Yeah, his wideouts yeah. did him dirty. Moore with 2.5 and Mooney with 4.3. That's you know, it's not even seven points right there. Oh. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust his wide receiver. I don't like trust any wide receiver that has to deal with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's yeah, also he's playing Mooney, and like that offense is atrocious. He knew what he was getting himself into. <laughs> a Bears player, bro. Name the last time a Bears player was drafted <laughs> that played every game. I, I can't because I love Montgomery, but that dude's always hurt. Montgomery is annoying. Because, like, you don't want him on your team, but you're, like, after, like, halfway through the season, you're, like, shit, it might be nice to have a Montgomery on my team that gets me the same amount of points every week. That happens to me every season with Miles Sanders, too. I'll be, like, I don't want Miles Sanders. He's fucking trash. And then, like, week six, I'll be, like, damn, kind of wish I took Miles Sanders. But that's another team that does, like, a four-back system with, like, Gainwell and Scott and Miles. And then Hurts runs like a motherfucker. And you're just like, I don't want any of these running backs. And then you look at their fantasy numbers and you're like, I didn't know they can get 20 points. <laughs> I didn't know that's what they're doing. <laughs> and it's all those things in young plays. Hurts runs around and he gets them, them open space. You get a catch, bro. It's 10, 15 yards. Fuck it. You might be in the end zone. It's true. How much were you you down by going into the game last night? I don't remember. It was like twelve or so something like that, it was right? Weird because in another league, I was versing James, and if CD Lamb had got twenty, I think twenty six point two points, James would have beat me. But to beat Larry, you're right. I needed like fourteen point one or some bullshit like that. <laughs> that catch, I was just like, okay, word, I won this league. Now I uh, can't have fucking C. Now he can stop. But then he caught the touchdown, and I'm pretty sure that was one of his last catches. And I'm like, I'm winning by three points. 
and he didn't catch anything for the rest of the game. So it was a good day. Good day. I bet on the Giants. Shit decision, but it was a good day. You bet on the 2-0 and Giants. I can't really blame you. I bet on Zeke for it. But, like, fuck the Cowboys. Like, fuck C.D. Lamb. I don't like him. I wasn't expecting him to get 22. Yeah, like when I saw that you were down by like 14, I'm like, if I was Craig right now, I wouldn't feel too confident going into this game. But I'd never bet against out. Cooper Rush, bro. He's the future. He's a winner. You know? you say he's, he's never a lost a game. He's the best, statistically, is the best winning uh, percentage of any quarterback in the NFL right now. Dak needs to watch out. Coming for his job. I don't know what it's something. It's the hip thing for me with Dak. Once when he started doing his little hip thrust, that's when I realized I'm like, I don't like you. <laughs> like uh, you're not a winner. It's same thing with Russell Wilson. As soon as he was just like, oh, let Russ cook. I'm just like, <laughs> I, the memes for that shit are so funny because it's like Russ cooking and it's like fucking the Nyquil chicken <laughs> or it's cereal and raw hot dogs. Yeah. I hate Russell Wilson more now than I ever have in my life. I used to like Russell. Like, my brother is a Russ jersey. Like, we, I He's a cornball. But that dude is, I don't know, that dude's off his fucking rocker the last year and a half, two years. Never been a Russ guy. Like, I always thought he was a great quarterback, and besides his skills being shit this year, maybe it's like the Broncos country. Or like I don't know, just it it bothers me. Hey Leo, what was what was your question you had? Uh, why do I keep calling you Leo? Because I'm looking at Leo's team, Micaiah. What was the question you had? Man, Ryan is racist. Yeah, confirmed. Definitely. You and Leo look so similar, dude. <laughs> Bro, cancel. No, I was. Yeah, uh, at Leo's team. I was I'm asking Craig. Trash about him later. I was asking Craig. Uh, if there's anybody in the league that he really wants to beat, I feel like everybody's gunning for James. You know, it's easy to be like, well, fuck James. First of all, like I'll, 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 I'll leave, bro. Like Leo, he's the commission. He's 0 three. I'm going to kick his ass anyways, but he's already deep down. James is one and two, one more loss and he's not making the playoffs. So I would love to deliver that to him. Micaiah's like, I'm going to kick your ass, but it's not desirable. Uh, Huey, I like Huey, so I actually want him to beat me. <laughs> I like give him a win. Wants to take it out. Adam called me Randy's friend, and that that made me feel a certain that, way. That seeps into your skin. <laughs> yeah. And then there's Vlad. You got to kick Vlad's ass, but like you can't beat him by too much. He might report you. Already beat Larry. Like the dream came true. Yeah, George, he might be the one. And yeah, this team like, shows up again. Be the bad trade, Jerry. Jerry's cute. I don't want to beat him. Ryan. Ryan's gonna be <laughs> so I'm not even gonna think about that. You got him this week, George, bro. I just need to beat George. I sat next to him doing draft day. Would he wear a two jersey? Yeah, I need to beat him. You don't. You don't play George again this this year. Looking yeah, at your schedule here. I lose to him. You you beat him. I beat him. Yeah. yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> Yeah. It's so aggressive. You got Ryan, Jerry, James, Adam, myself, Leo, Vlad. Oh, yeah, no, then it, it would have to be. Yeah, I would have to be James. James, James is the one. Week six. He's in the other division, too. 
it'll help hold you. So, yeah, so me and Ryan are in the same division. So, McKay's, you're not even in our division. No. You're. McKay's is on the I play you twice. Yeah, but, like, what sucks for him is that, like, dude, four people are two and one, and, like, you got the worst two and one team. Like, James has more points scored than you. You should be scared. But I'm going to be. I'm not comfortable. (laughs) I'll tell you that. I'm not. So, is it six people make the playoffs? I think so. Uh, top two get a bye. Yeah. yeah. Top two get a bye, yeah. Okay, yeah, so would it go three in each division? I think it. I think it's overall, if I remember correctly. Okay, no, I just need to see where I stand on the pedestal. I got, like, the third, fourth best team now. Because that's weird, because I got, like, the third best team in the division. I think in our official power rankings, we have you at number four. Yeah. Makes sense. Those are going to be interesting yeah. when those come out. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see what the we'll leads are. Definitely say. stay tuned in the Facebook chat for those. Those are going to be Oh, no. So here's my problem with the thing. And I try to, like, look at all the messages now. So, like, I never knew about it, first of all. Le- Entering this league, I knew nothing. Leo one day was like, hey, bro, you want to join a fantasy football league? I'm like, of course. That's what I do. Didn't mention anything. He gave me the wrong time for the draft day. You know, I basically tired and high. <laughs> he doesn't tell me anything about the punishment for the first eight rounds. That kind of stumbled upon me. So, like, I'm just looking around the room just like, is this really fucking going on right now? Like, this, That'll, that'll start like over for sure. You know, we're still drafted a decent team. And, I don't know, it was, just, it was a weird day, but it made it work. And now here I am. I had to eat, like, mayo and peas, but I got stuff on dick, so it was worth it. As long as it was worth it. It was. You, you have a you have a solid team. That draft, and I, I don't think it will hold up much longer, and I hope the motherfucker hears this, too. When Vlad drafted Saquon Barkley, 11th overall, right ahead of me, before <clears throat> and before, uh, before Diggs, I was really surprised. Like, I was happy. And this is like week four now. I've been thinking about Hey, Saquon paid off, though. Because, Sa- I mean, if Saquon dropped, you could have taken oh, Saquon no. and Diggs. And you could have the – I think Saquon's the number one running back in the league right now, fantasy-wise. Wasn't taking that guy. Fuck him. This, this you, certain you're... dudes where it's on site for me, Saquon <laughs> will They'll beat my ass. This man just has to bump into you with his quad. You're like in a coma. Hey, as long as they know it's on site. Doesn't matter win, lose, or draw. As long as it's on site. This man sounds like he lost a whole lot of money betting on Saquon. When you do player prop bets and then the dudes get hurt and then they're out for the season, it's on site. I get it. Elijah Mitchell? Kind of on site for him right now. I was going to say, uh, if you had a, a message for anybody for, for the league, but you kind of already went at everybody. I said, fuck you, fuck you. I like you, fuck you. I like everyone in the league. They're all competent human, human beings. Like, there's no cucks in here. Like, if you want to say Vlad's a cuck, <laughs> our cuck, you know? Surprisingly, <laughs> most of you guys got to watch that individual grow up from, like, a fucking 11-year-old weirdo to, like, I don't know, Whatever he is now, or whatever you want to look at him as, <laughs> he, he's uh he's competent, ish. 
competent ish. Competent. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, this man's getting so lucky. But otherwise, like everyone's nice. I'm upset Jerry wasn't there at draft day. I like seeing uh, Jerry. His his good yeah. friend Auto Pick was there. Yeah, bro, I picked half his team. His team's two and one. Yeah. He's a Never doing that again. We're we're going back to yeah. Leo's old strategy of like. I'm going back to all list. twelve of us are getting COVID. If you have it, show up because I fucking I'm not doing auto pick and losing to you. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's I can't do that again. I can't. Micaiah's got it a week it's later fucking... anyway, so that's the worst that happens. <laughs> like my whole thing is just like, bro, you were taking a nap because you were tired from COVID. Like, nah. Like, bro, you couldn't talk. Like, like you have a job. You bro. don't have to talk. Just use your fingers and point at people you want. Like, you need to get this job done. Hey, like, we got technology now. Jump on the Zoom call. I'm like, what? He's two and one, so he's lucky. Like, I just, I don't know. How, like, Leo's team sucks. <laughs> like, I just, I wanted to see the points. I'm like, okay, him and Larry both 0 and 3. Well, Larry has dropped 350 in points. Like, that's not bad. There's a lot of people who have dropped 350. So, like, the case, you dropped 348 and you're 2 and 1. Larry has more points than you and you have two more wins. Fantasy football is weird, but Leo, like, the dude is 254 points. Leo has about 100 points less than the next lowest score. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he has Delvin Cook, who sucks right now, and is probably going to be out this week. He has Russell Wilson, that guy can't play football. Elliott, his team doesn't like him. Allen Robinson sucks. Brown, Brown's good. Brown's good. That New Orleans player, bro, Olave, if that's Olave. how you say it, that guy, Olave. He's, he's good, bro. Olave. He's good. He's good. He's good on a team that doesn't he got a hundred. He had like 147 right? receiving yards this week. Did he really? He got 13 targets back-to-back weeks. Yeah, he went from 9.11 to 23.7. See, this is the problem with this team. Yeah, bro, <clears throat> these are the Camaro points. <laughs> this is where your Camaro points are going to, buddy. Fucking pull off. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I guess Kyle Pitts who just started showing up. Carter, who's like, is he even the starting right The answer is no. Him? You know what the problem is? He has a Jets player. That's not. Hey, there's that's a couple of Jets wide receivers that are out there worth taking. <laughs> you can have him, Ryan, and you can fucking. Hey, I, I don't have, have any Jets players, and I'm three and out. This conversation isn't about me. Honestly, in a league where everyone's averaging like 130 plus, Leo's projected 119 right now. He's he's staring at another L, man. And if that happens, I think he's. he's and that's why I feel bad for Larry because you look at Larry's team, it's like once again, he's sitting at that 130 as well. And like, I don't know. Larry's only problem is that like his wide receivers suck. They have potential, That's really though. It. I mean, well, DJ Moore, if DJ Moore gets a quarterback. Mooney, he can play that Hall guy. And Hall is a better play than Mooney, in my opinion. Even I agree. You can put Christian Kirk from the flex into a wide receiver spot pretty easily and comfortably. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, his team has upside, but, like, Kittle, too. You never know what type of Kittle you're going to get. Mostly a hurt one. Yeah. He's a beast. Few years ago, those days are long gone. Craig, I want to ask you uh, the Did same you? thing I ask all of our guests when we have them on uh, the last few weeks. Um, you know what? What do you make of these rumors that 
Vlad is going to be the new GM and the new commissioner of this league, and Leo is going to be ousted because of his terrible choices. I got to give my money to Vlad every year. Does everyone that? <laughs> That's a great point. So what? Everyone is seventy dollars, right? So like what? Eight hundred and forty dollars have to go to the commissioner. So we're all going to trust Vlad. We might need to designate a banker. <laughs> We we could we could keep Leo as like the treasurer of the league, and uh, just give commish duties to Vlad. What is is this like a true rumor? <laughs> hey, he's he's the better Batista <laughs> are, 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 as of right now. Truly true or false? You got me there. You got me there, Ryan. I will say as well, per the group chat, this is this might be an instance of collusion. He said. I'm going to trade all my best players to my brother just so he wins and no one else does. He did say that. That Leo is. Leo said, no, said that. No, Leo said that. Leo said that. I mean. Know where he lives. First, he's like bad at fantasy, and now we got corruption in the mist. I feel like the one thing that bothers me the most whenever I think about like a commissioner, and Leo's doing a good job for it for me, I, I got CD Lamb. And I was told the rules about how I can get CeeDee Lamb and all these other dudes based on, like, you know, being the new guy. And I pick my dude, and then I go on the Facebook thing three weeks later, and I see everyone's arguing about me for picking CeeDee Lamb. And I'm just like, it's fucking news to me. And Leo defended me the whole time, and I'm just like, hey, you didn't even check in with me. This is beautiful. That's awesome. So the commissioner's looking out for me. So the commission has done a very good job for me. His golf game is bad, but no complaints. <laughs> But if you do, if you commit jobs to Vlad, well, how Vlad, not how's Vlad's golf game? I've never seen it. He's bad. All right, all right. Like, if I had to say from everyone in that group chat, I would assume that maybe I'm the best golfer. I know it ain't me. Probably. I think. Craig, before before we let you go here, um, any last words you want to say to the league? I'm coming for second place. <laughs> so whoever wins, I'll meet you there. You're saying you will be in the championship. You just might well, not win. If the winner wants to accidentally lose, then yeah, sure, I'll take the prize. But I will see you in the championship game, whoever you are. And if right. you want to win, that's fine with me. But Confident ready, yet humble. I like that you're not aiming too high. Second place. I just didn't want to wear the fucking skirt. I just didn't. Like, there are other punishments that were on there. Like, whatever Huey has to do with drinking the milk and stuff. Like, that's... That's awful. That's just weird. You know, that's just a strange punishment. Like, what? Did someone have to sit in, like, a restaurant or something with a blow-up doll? Me, me and, and Leo like, oh, did a double date. <laughs> like... It's a, little, it's a little bit easier because it was two of them, you know? Yeah. yeah so they kind of got let off a little strange. easy. But, like, it's not, like, the worst thing in the world. It's just that milk thing. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <coughs> Doesn't sound like an activity I would want to do at all. But like playing golf, you know, in the skirt, it sounds fun. It just sucks that you have to pay while you're in the skirt. You feel me? Just going into the pro shop, being like, "Hey, eighteen holes in a cart," and they're just like, "What's going on?" Just looking you up and down in your skirt, and it's like, "Ah, yeah, you know, this is a you know something I got." I honestly feel like you would have to change after like the first or second hole. Nah, bro. Like into the skirt because I I feel like a lot of places wouldn't let you do it. 
They'd be like, this is fucking weird. Dress code? You got something against what I'm wearing for the LPGA tour? It's true. You can't you can't hold Maybe. it against people. If you're telling me if Larry comes in last place, they're gonna tell that man that he can't wear a skirt. I highly Dude, doubt. If that. I can piss in the ladies' room, he can wear a skirt playing golf. <laughs> if Leo wears a skirt, though, no, those legs are too hairy. You can't let those. You can't let that be seen. They're gonna ask him, "Hey, like, how come you haven't shaved in a bit?" And he's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm not a woman." And they're gonna be like, get out. Get out. Get out. Simple as that. Get out. Craig, uh, thank you for, for setting time aside to come on the podcast. Uh, I'll let you know since you don't check the <laughs> messenger chat. I'll let you know when the episode is up so you can check that out. Oh, absolutely, my guy. Absolutely. I want both of you to know that if I beat you guys this year, I apologize. But if I lose to you guys this year, I also apologize. It's very kind. I'll keep that in mind when, when I most likely take back-to-back L's to you at the end of the year. Hey, you know, I apologize. <laughs> Check you out. Those are all the matchups. Um, so right now, according to ESPN uh, Power Rankings, Jerry is number one. Or this is not necessarily Power Rankings. I think it's just Final Standing Projections is what they call it. So we got Jerry at number one, Blad at two, Ryan at three, Craig at four, Huey at five, Larry at six, myself at seven, George at eight, James at nine, Mike at ten, and Adam at eleven, and then the commish, Leo at twelve. Now this is ESPN. ESPN doesn't know what in the absolute fuck they're talking about. Because the person who is ranked first is now ranked eighth. The person who is ranked eighth is now ranked first. The person who is ranked ninth is now ranked third. They have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. They had to change everything around. So, we made our own power rankings. Yeah. Based off performance, based off points against, points for, records. And we're going to get it out to everyone. Uh, we can go over it real quick. And, uh, you know, we went a little more into detail for everybody. Uh, so let's just get into the power rankings uh, as truly, um, you know, listed by the Taco Talks podcast. Uh, so, Micaeus, uh number one. So number one, we got Ass Eating Season, uh, Ryan's team. Yep. So uh, that's our number one. Number two. We have Team Puppin' Suds, the Reliable, always uh, Jerry's name, been Jerry's name as long as uh, this league has existed, I think. Yeah, great, great name. I always, I always like bringing up, a, it's, it's a great name, Brink, great, great movie. movie. Uh, number three, Chasing the Bag, gross. At number three, Blood Team, you got to give credit where it's due, I guess. Um a little bit of luck on, on his side. <laughs> and uh, number four, we had Craig, your master, Delory. Uh, you know, he's been performing well. We heard from him not too long ago. Uh, so we'll see how that turns out. And number five, we got Huey Hurts when I pee. Um, that's pretty pretty funny name. Uh, his team, you know, kind of middle of the pack. Uh, once again, he would have been 3-0 and if he, you know, just started uh, an actual player that played on Sunday. And then at number six, we got Adam right in the middle of the pack, sneaking into the playoffs if the season were to end today. 
Um, and Adam's got a good team. Again, he uh, might be a little bit lower on the list had he started a, uh, a player in that spot. But uh, nonetheless, two and one, Adam, number six. And number seven, uh, we got myself. Time to quit joshing around. Well, not the best team in the league. Uh, again, middle of the pack. Don't don't really know what I'm what I'm doing. Um, just open for the best each each week. And number eight, we got James on the two two train. Uh, you know, he really should be the two and two train because he's uh, looking to be two and two soon. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but we'll see how that works out for him. Uh, at number nine, we got Mike Burrows before Hose, a team that I feel like is underperforming a little bit, um, but also has some questionable players on his team. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens with his team going forward. At number ten, starting to bring up the uh, rear of the pack. We have Red Solo Cup George. We heard from him at the beginning of the episode. Um, not too satisfied with the way his team played the last couple of weeks, um, and uh, you know that, that's what's putting him at number ten. Hopefully, he can climb up the rankings. And starting with our first O and three team, Team Murphy. That's Larry. Uh, overall, I don't really think it's a bad team. He just has some struggling uh, wide receivers and just unfortunate matchups. He has the most points against in the league. So if he could turn that around and get some uh, some better luck, I feel like he can climb up these rankings. And uh, bringing up the caboose here, the the rear of the pack. Uh, number 12, the commission that never wins. We all know his name. We've heard enough this episode. Uh, we don't really need to go any further into that. Yeah, so Leo at the bottom. Uh, got Ryan at the top. I feel like that's a little bit more accurate uh, in terms of power rankings. Uh, we're I'm planning on doing these, I don't know, maybe every three weeks, maybe two weeks, depending on, I guess, how much time uh, we have. I guess we can discuss it a little bit later. I haven't been doing it in my other league. I've been doing it like every two weeks. Yeah, so we can do that uh, semi-regularly for you guys if you enjoy it. And we'll be posting it in the group chat as well as uh, the Facebook group group uh, for you guys. There's there's a little bit more little blurbs that we put with uh, each team that you guys can check out. So lastly, uh, league-wise trade block. Last I saw, Leo has put his whole team up on the trade block. Everybody is available for trade. He needs to make a move. Uh, might as well do it now before he just says, fuck y'all. Yeah, he can slide me crypto lot there if he wants. I was actually asking for Traylon Burks. But... Jalen Burks is not a bad move either. But nonetheless, we'll see what happens with that. I'm sure people will be making moves. And then... uh Lastly, if we got nothing else for the trade block, I think we're going to jump into uh, back into a little that's so mid. Every single thing in it is mid. 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 Yeah, that's so fucking mid, bro. What what we got for this week, Ryan? If you wanna you wanna go first, so, what, what, sure. What's I mean, mid? this one's gonna it's gonna hit a lot of people, and it's not gonna hit a lot of people because it's a TV show, and I know. They're very subjective, um, but it's a show that ever since I was younger, you know, I think it was on when I was a kid too, um, but ever since I was younger, I've watched sometimes, but I've never thought it was good. I've always thought it was extremely, looking for the word, mid. Friends. It's just... I just don't get the hype for friends. You go to stores and like 
they got Friends merch all over the place. Like, people are always saying Friends is one of the best sitcoms of all time. Bruh, it's not a good show. Fair. I mean, Friends is a very divisive show. Uh, You either love it or you hate it. It's funny because I'm pretty indifferent towards it. When people say they hate it, I'm like, fine. When people say they love it, I'm also like, fine. I watched it one time through just to, just to see what it was all about. I don't really feel like I have to watch it through again. Um, so I guess I wouldn't consider it a great show. I think the the part that appeals to me most is like the early, the late 90s, early 2000s kind of vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, definitely have. That's about it. It definitely does have a vibe to it. If we're talking about shows, Oof. I had I had a different mid uh, thought. I guess I'll save it for next time. But if you're talking about shows, I always thought I'm gonna give you a two for one because I feel like both of these shows just never hit for me. Hey Arnold and Rugrats were pretty mid. Oh, you know what? That's so that's a that's a childhood right there. I'll tell you that what. Is. I'll tell you what. One that of those is. really hurts, and one of those really doesn't. Because I I would I would agree. Maybe not that one of them's mid, but I would agree that one of them's not top tier. And that's Hey Arnold. Sure, it was a good show. I watched it. I liked it. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Rugrats. Rugrats though was like that was like the show. It was always on, and I always watched it. Always. It was. I w- I always watched it too, and I just it was never great for me. I do remember playing like a video game or two of the Rugrats, and I was like, "This is fun. This is dope." But the show itself, nah. And then Harry Arnold, like, never. I don't know. It never hit for me, man. It never hit. Wow, that is a hot take. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm ruining a lot of people's childhoods, or you guys are judging me even more now. Um, but that's just my opinion. They're both mid as fuck. Just gonna have to live with that. What's spoken on the podcast is gospel, sir. That's it. I I don't think I don't think there's anywhere to go from that. I think I think we need to take a week off. Yeah, I think we should take a a little bit of week off. Come back next week. Come back next week (laughs) and, and rethink what we what we've done. All right, guys, that's going to be it for episode four of Taco Talk. Make sure you guys go check out the power rankings. Uh, I feel like most of you guys will probably see that before you listen to the podcast. Um, But let us know what you guys think about that. We'll catch you next week. Stay safe. Try not to get COVID. Uh, For myself, Mikaeus, for Ryan, check y'all out. Howard Riverside.